so it's half nine on Thursday the 7th of May and it is the Jersey preview show. We are going to look at the big game on Sunday against Celtic at Ibrox. So obviously the title's gone, but we want to give them a game anyway. There's always a bit of pride at stake in these games and we want to lay down a marker for next season. It is episode 44 of the Jersey podcast. I'm your host, I'm Colin Armstrong. I think this is the second or third preview show. I think it's something we're going to be doing a lot more towards the end of this season and probably on to next season as well. Uh, you can comment tonight via the, the comment section on YouTube. It's interactive, so by all means, put your comments in. I'll try and keep an eye on it and, and read out some of your comments. Please subscribe to the pod and share on social media. And although we're live tonight, the pod will be available to stream on download on a various amount of platforms, including Acast, iTunes, YouTube, Castbox, Stitcher, and we are now available on Spotify, properly down with the kids. Uh, while while I've got you all listening, we would also encourage you to vote for us uh, in the British Podcast Awards. The closing date is the 18th of May, I believe. You'll get that at www.britishpodcastawards.com. So moving on, uh, we'll have, a, I might as well introduce our guest. Uh, joining us tonight, we've got Stuart Franklin, the boss of Jersnet. How are you, Stuart? Very well, thanks, Colin. Looking forward to the weekend and hopefully a, a victory on Sunday. Yeah, have you had a good week? Yeah, it's been not too bad. Uh, I enjoyed the, the game on Sunday. I, I thought people were a wee bit sort of negative after the Hibs game, actually. Um, I don't think we played great in the second half, but I thought some of the football in the first half was excellent again. So um, I am going into Sunday's game with renewed confidence. Uh, well, I was, I was that as I said, I couldn't do the podcast last week because I was down in Blackpool. So I watched the game and uh, the gallant pioneer, and it was, it was, it was a good, it was a good Sunday. I agree with you. I thought we were pretty good in the first half. Fell away slightly in the second half. I think the negativity comes from McGregor, though, that, that act of stupidity at the end, and obviously now he's out of Sunday. So I think it's, it's just how the game ended. It ended in a bit of a farce. I think that's where a lot of the, the negativity comes from. Uh, also joining us tonight, we've got. Uh, Christine Somerville, how are you, Christine? I'm good, Colin. Yeah, yourself? Not bad, not bad. You had a good week. Actually, um, getting right in, into the Champions League this week. It's been um, good, isn't it? I missed the Spurs game last night, but I saw the Liverpool game on, on Tuesday. Unbelievable uh, games. And I'll be honest with you, usually, unless Rangers are playing, I'm not all that bothered. But um, I just started watching it because I thought. Liverpool, well, 3-0 down, there's no way. But I'll just watch it, you know, in homage to Stevie G. Um, and it was unbelievable. And then Spurs kind of almost went one better last night. Well, I, I watched the Liverpool game. I have to say, I kind of half fancied Liverpool to do it. I was I was close to putting a wee fiver on them to win 5-1 on Tuesday lunchtime. The only thing that put me off was the fact that Salah and Firmino weren't playing. I thought, mm. maybe just leave that. So I let it go. But, I mean, I wouldn't have won anything, but they got the 4 nothing Last night, I played fives on a Wednesday night. So I left the house and it was 2 nothing uh, to Ajax. So my mate picked me up. I listened to it on 5 Live. You think that's that done? And then we came off. The guy on the desk, we play at Coasters Arena in Falkirk. And uh, the guy in the desk was Danny's dinger. He's going, the best. He was watching on his phone. Oh, the best game I've ever seen in my life. It, well, it was a score. He says, oh, Spurs are through. I just couldn't believe it. Could not believe that they, they, they came back. And it was the last minute as well, wasn't it? It was the last minute goal. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was into injury time, actually. And there's, I don't know whether you saw it on Twitter today, 
but you can see some of the Ajax oh, um, fans, and they're all counting down to the yeah, I've seen the, that yeah to the yeah. final whistle, Aye. and then you see them going. Ah! I, I, but, I feel for Ajax though, because to well, me they've been the, t- the team of the tournament. I've, I've really enjoyed watching them. Yeah, I mean they they really have, but um, you know it just shows you you can never ever say never. No, no. And, I'm, but I'm I would have been play- heartbroken. I mean, I would have been absolutely heartbroken if that had been us. Could you imagine it? I just oh, couldn't. No. That's like that's like helicopter Sunday times ten, isn't it? You know what yeah. I mean? You know, seconds away for the Champions League final. But hey, yeah. oh. Right, let's move on, guys. Let's let's go on to the, the job in hand and have a wee look at Sunday's game. The man came up or coming along from the, the east end of Glasgow. Uh, I think it was, was it a 12 o'clock kickoff on Sunday. I'll need to double check. So I, we'll just have a wee sort of preview and discussion of how we think it's going to go. Stuart, coming at you first. I mean, obviously, the, the game last week, I thought Rangers played very well, as we said earlier on, their first half, playing some really nice stuff, that midfield three again of Kamara, Jack and Davis, I, th- I thought linked to play up very, very well. But the big, the big talking game after the game it was no McGregor. You know, McGregor getting sent off, so obviously he misses this week. It tends to be a big player in these games. How big a blow is is this him not playing going to be? Ah, oh, it's a big one. Um, McGregor's had a great season, certainly um, first half of the season. Probably, to be honest, I think the second half of the season he's been a wee bit quieter. He's not really had as much to do or there's been nothing absolutely outstanding just because we tend to be dominating games and we've been winning a lot more and a bit more consistent so he's, he's been a bit quieter but aye he's a big miss but um, I must admit I, I have got a lot of faith in Wes I think um, Fotheram's a really good goalkeeper I don't think he's done a huge amount wrong um, for us he's probably not as good a short stopper as, as McGregor is certainly um, in terms of reaction says oh, or, or distance Um but as, as I say, I, I, it's not as if we're, we're going in with a, with a novice in goals. Um, Fodderham has played in Old Firm games before. He's won Old Firm games before. Um, and I think he'll be looking to do the same again on Sunday. And um, as I, say, I, I think we'd all rather have McGregor in goals. But uh, to be honest, he, he, uh, he let himself down uh, on Sunday badly. It was quite embarrassing, to be honest. And he's, uh, he's done that a few times this season now. And it's... It's cost them, and um, I mean, I don't think Fotheringham's going to be here next year. So, what better way for him to go out and, and have a good game on Sunday and uh, a clean sheet? How do you feel about West coming in, Christine? I I don't have a problem. I think he's got a better um, defence in front of him uh, than he had when he was losing like four, five goals last, you know, last old for him. I've always, yeah. I don't think he's ever really, really let us down. There's maybe about a couple of wee things, but I think he's, he's, he's fairly reliable. And funny about Alan McGregor, though, because when, when I was sitting, um, we couldn't see anything that had happened. We just assumed that he's been sent off for, for nothing. And the boon the referee got at the end of the game was unbelievable. And it was only when you get back home and you watched it and you think, oh my God, what are you doing? But, yeah, um, well, I, I mean, as I said, I was in the, the Gallant Pioneer in, in Blackpool on Sunday and it was kind of the same thing, you know, when it initially happened, everybody's like, what happened there? When we saw the replay, the, the groans that went around the pubs, I said, oh, what was he doing? 
it, I, I, I don't want to name drop here, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, I met Bobby, Bobby Russell the other day there, and we were talking about it, and he was talking about Peter McCoy, saying how he, he scored a goal against him one day in training, and uh, the next time the ball went through and Bobby Russell was running, Bobby Russell was running through, Peter McCoy came out and properly done him, you know what I mean? And sort of said, that's what you get for scoring against me. So he was kind of he was kind of implying that all goalkeepers, and maybe Stuart will be able to confirm this, being a goalkeeper himself, he says they're all a bit, they're no wired right. They're all a bit crazy. They've all got that streak in them. And I think you can certainly say that about McGregor because what he was doing there, I've, I've just no idea whatsoever. Is that right, Stuart? Are you all a bit wacky, you goalkeepers? I've been, I've been had that uh, levelled at me before. So um, possibly to a certain extent. I think with, with McGregor, I think it was just... Um, I think he feels hard done by for when he got the sort of red card at Bedudry after the fact. I mean, I said at the time then, I thought he meant to do uh, the lad of Ferguson, so I, I didn't think he had much complaint then either. And that's like, ever since then, he's been bothering referees and wondering about any little thing. And to be honest, it's a bit unbecoming, shall we say. And, and what he did at the weekend was just ludicrous. I think McGregor still thinks he's in the 1980s when there's like two cameras. Yeah. Um, nowadays, you kind of get away with anything. Everything yeah, gets picked up, and he should know more than most what gets picked up with what happened when he was uh, playing for Scotland in his first spell. Um, so you think he would? He's, he's our most experienced player, um, arguably the most vocal player on the pitch for us, and he should be leading by example. And as much as I can understand frustration with referees, and I think um, I thought that his play was a wee bit naughty. Um, on Sunday, uh, leaving his leg in a wee bit, but McGregor, it should be walking off a duck's back. That and absolutely no reason to get involved. I mean, how can how can he then go into the changing room and have a go at Morelos for getting sent off? Yeah. And doing that, and uh, I must admit, it's a bit of a worry that the, the management team seem to be struggling to address this discipline issue. For me, I, I, I don't know exactly what, what they're trying to achieve. Some of these players by continually getting involved, but it's not coming off. Um, I, I didn't want our players to, to be cowardly or, or to, to to stand off um, a physical battle or, or what have you. But at the same time, you've got to use your brains and be clever about it. And uh, McGregor definitely didn't do that at the weekend, unfortunately. No. Well, we all know where, where McGregor's brains are, to be fair, you know what I mean? He does his thinking with something else, does he not? Uh, moving on, looking at the sort of starting lineup for for Sunday now, the game when we when we beat Celtic the previous game at Ibrox on the twenty ninth of December, when we, we played them again in the thirty first of March at Celtic Park, we played very very well. We started with the same starting eleven. You know, obviously we can't do that this time because McGregor's out. However, you know, how are you feeling, Christian? Do you think Gerard will go back to that tried and trusted sort of setup? Or will he go with a team that, I mean, that's five games unbeaten now. So do we go with the team that's, that's done so well over the last few weeks? Or do we go back to the team that that has done so well against Celtic? I mean, I know, I know we got beat at Celtic Park, but we certainly didn't deserve that. Eh, especially when you consider we were down to 10 men. So it feels like Gerrard's got a bit of decision to make in this occasion. So how do you think he should go? I think he has to go with um, the, the team that's been playing well, so well recently. Obviously, we won't have Greg Zern goals. Um, the only one I'm not sure about, I might bring Halliday in for Flanagan. 
but maybe that would go on fair and Flanagan. I don't think he's been too bad. I think he's been better than, than I had thought he was in recent games. But that would be my only change. What about yourself, Stuart? Do you think you have to go with the players who have done so well of late, or do you go back to the boys that have, have done the job against Celtic previously? Um, it's tricky, actually. I, I, I kind of see the manager changing it, to be honest. Um, obviously, uh, Wes has got to come in for, for McGregor. Um, other than that, I think Defoe will retain his place up front. Um, he's been scoring goals, he's been playing well. Um, linking well with our field, who in turn has been linking well with the guys behind behind him. So I, I don't think you want to change that, especially when in the last game against them at, at Celtic Park, obviously at, in the second half anyway, um, we were the better team and probably should have won the game, at least not lost it. So yeah, I, I, I can't really see any reason for changing it. The, the one thing one disappointment from Sunday was uh, Kamara probably had his worst game for us. I think he didn't play badly, but just his, his distribution wasn't as good as normal. He gave the, in the bottom first sort of two or three minutes actually gave the ball away um, in a good position, and then he did it two or three times after. And it wasn't a surprise actually after half time when he got hooked. So he, he might well consider uh, bringing McCrory in for for um, for Kamara. Um, I doubt it as well, but um, possibly. And the same could be said for Halliday, as Christine mentioned there. I, I think um, Flanagan's done really well. Really impressed with him in recent games. But again, on Sunday, it, again, just like uh, Kamara, didn't play badly per se, but I thought he was sort of caught ball watching a couple of times and sort of reverting to type a wee bit, um, but he's lost formula in the season. So there is a few worries for the manager, um, but I don't think that they're strong enough to warrant changing the team about too much. But... Um, it wouldn't surprise me if there was one or two extra changes on top of McGregor, to be honest. I suppose the main one in the team, the main sort of debate is who we're going to play up front. You know what I mean? Because obviously Morelos served his suspension, but Defoe has done so well over the last few games. I was I was reading a piece today, I think it was I think it was in the Herald, Christine, that was Mark Haley talking about, you know. 30 goal strikers are, are, are very sort of hard to come by. Morelos is on 29. You know, yeah. it's difficult to leave a player with, with that sort of scoring level out, but I think on this occasion, that's that's what's going to have to happen, surely. Well, I think so. I mean, I fully expect him to be on the bench so that the option to bring him on is there. I mean, I would maybe say to Defoe, right, you get 60 minutes, run your heart out, you know, do your best, and then we'll bring Morelos on, uh, depending on what the score is, of course, at the time. But I think I don't think Defoe it deserves to be dropped. I don't think he's any, he's done anything to deserve to be dropped. Um, and Morelos needs to learn that you can't. You know, this is what happens when you lose your discipline. I also I think, think you sure. lose your place in the team. And yeah. Jared has said. I mean, I think somebody's writing in here. Um, who is it? James? Oh no, John. I John on the YouTube. It says Jared. It says if you play well, you keep the jersey. So you know, if he tries to change it and it doesn't go away on Sunday, you know, it'll it'll get pelters. Oh well, I if 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 he brings Morelos back and there's there's more. 
disciplinary issues, then yeah, it could be a problem. There's also another argument, sure, surely that Defoe has sort of brought out a, 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 a side of I'm having a, a, mind, a mind fart here. What's his name? Arfield. Sorry, Scott Arfield. He seems to have become a, not a better player, but he's offering more in the position that he's sort of playing now than he was when Morelos was in the team, I think. And we had the front three that tended to be either, you know, Morelos, Kent, and Candias up front. You know, Arfield would be in that middle three. But Arfield, that one further up, I think he, he offers a wee bit more. And I think it's it's added to, I mean, you see the amount of goals that we've scored since Morelos has, has sort of fell out of the team. So surely that, that, that gives you another argument to start with the four on Sunday. Aye, it's. I mean, Morelos has had a great season. Um, if if you're taking away the, the the red cards, I think it would probably be Neil Don for Player of the Year. Um, obviously, the, the Scottish media aren't his biggest fans, um, understandably so in, in some respects. But generally speaking, Morelos has had a, a, an excellent season and is is a real threat. And it's it's actually really difficult not to say let's get get him back in the team. I mean, on on Sunday there. Uh, he obviously didn't look at his sharpest, but he still could have scored three goals. Um, probably should have scored at least two. To be honest, he missed a, a good chance for a header. Um, he could have loved the goalkeeper just in an injury time, and then he, he was also put through. It wasn't a great ball by, I think it was Candias, um, and, and he turned back on his right foot and sort of put it straight to the goalkeeper. So, Morelos has always got that threat, but um, I, th- I think it's, it sends out the wrong message if you, if you start him when Defoe. Uh, like you say, in our field, I've been doing so well. Uh, they've got a good relationship. They work well together. Um, I think they'll be more difficult for Celtic to defend against than the sort of brute force of uh, Morelos. Um, so it, 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 it doesn't make sense to change it. It would be a bit of a surprise. Um, I mean, obviously, Kent went off at half-time on Saturday there, but I think he's been training this week, so he should be fit. So it, I, th- I think that'll be your, the same front three as the last couple of games. It would be, be a big surprise if um, if Morello started. But I wouldn't be overly unhappy uh, because obviously he brings a lot to the team. But I think uh, what Christine said uh, earlier that to have him ready for the bench, especially if the game's in a balance, is is, is excellent. I think um, Morello's can change a game that wee bit differently than what Defoe would if he was on the bench. So I think it makes uh, more sense to, to start with Defoe um, and maintain that consistency and hopefully keep creating chances for him because he'll definitely take them if we do that. Christine, we spoke earlier on about the the middle three at the moment, you know, Ryan Jack, Stephen Davis and Kamara. Now, Stuart obviously pointed out that Kamara had probably one of his poorer games on Sunday there against Hibs. However, there's no denying that, that those three have performed very well of late. However, up until the game on the 31st of March, every time Ross McCrory had started a game, Rangers had won, and he's, he performs very, very well against Celtic. So do, do we go with that three again, or do we bring in Ross McCrory? Well, maybe Stevie's uh, thinking about bringing him in as goalie. Well, there is that, yeah. He he's, joined that the, he's, he's, he's joined the Graham Roberts Appreciation <laughs> Society, I think, isn't it? Oh, aye. Um, although he's, you know, he didn't conduct the choir quite as quite as well as the old Graham did. 
I'm sure he would on Sunday, though, given half a chance. Well, this is true. Well, I hope he doesn't get the chance. No harm to him. Um, I would uh, I would go with Kamara, I think. You know, again, you're changing the team. And if he does that and it doesn't work out, I don't think you can change a winning team like that. So I would, I would definitely go for Kamara. Although I do agree, last Monday was probably the worst game he's, he's had. And... You know, I was kind of, I wasn't that surprised he was taking off. But um, up until then, I think Kamara's been a revelation. Um, so I would like to see him getting the opportunity. I have to be honest, I was probably on my fifth beer by half time on Sunday, and I don't remember Kamara coming off, to be honest. I think from half time till Alan McGregor getting sent off, I, I, I wasn't really paying much attention to the game at all. There was too much shenanigans going on. Uh, Sure. I was reading today, I read a piece today, uh, Gary McAllister saying, obviously Celtic won the league and, and that's gone. You know, they won it last week uh, up at Pataudry. You know, I was kind of hoping we could tweak it out for another week and then do them on Sunday and take it to the last week. Even then, it would have been unlikely, but just, just to take it to the to, to the last day would have been, would have been good. Uh, but he's saying this is an opportunity to sort of lay down a marker for next season, you know, just put out the message that you know, it's gone this season, but we're back to go again next season. Would you agree with that? Do you think, although there's nothing technically to play for, we, we, we can lay down a marker for next season? Yeah, yeah, MacArthur's exactly right. Um, I think uh, we've all been discussing whether or not um, we've made progress this season, and there's no better way to, to examine that than to, to look at the four games against Celtic. And um, obviously, the first game at Parkhead, the they beat us the first sort of hour. They were fairly comfortable. Um, ironically, we were just coming back into the game and they, they scored their goal, um, but only finished one 0 um, The second game at Ibrox, um, obviously, we were the the better team by far. And although we, we only um, won one 0 it could have been three or four quite easily, and it wouldn't have um, uh, embarrassed us at all. So um, you go then you go back to Parkhead, and it's it's really starting to, to annoy me that we, we seem to be struggling. At Parkhead to get any sort of result nowadays, and the, f- the first half, uh, obviously the other week there was was really poor, wasn't helped by Morelos got sent off, and uh, in the second half you're really worried that it could be another one of these sort of five nils that we've seen in recent seasons. Um, fortunately, the players knuckled down. We played some really nice football, and as I said earlier, we really could have won the game. Um, it was a real pity that that Tav's uh, mistake at the end cost us the, the a, a deserved draw at least. Um, so, so with this this week's game, it's a chance to to right a few wrongs. Um, in that sense, play some good football, show that the the match at uh, New Year wasn't a one off, that we can uh, go toe to toe with Celtic, uh, match them and beat them physically, win our individual battles. Don't get suckered into to Scott Brown's antics. Play our own game, and uh, and I if if we can win again, then Celtic will be thinking a bit more about us, about the threat that we pose, because it'll have meant that we'll have beat them twice. Sure, they beat us twice, but I think in, over the piece, we've probably deserved more for the games than what, what they have. So um, it's, it's, it's important on Sunday to, to, to win. As I say, there's, there's nothing to play for. Celtic's won the league. It's, we're not in a cup final or anything, but um, I think old firm games, you always want to let them win them. Um, players, managers and fans. So I think we've got to do it this Sunday. Um, I don't see a reason why we can't. Uh, our form has been good. Celtic hasn't been great. Um, so 
we'll certainly give them more of a game than what Aberdeen did last weekend. And uh, you're kind of hoping they might have one eye on the cup final as well. I doubt it because um, Lennon will have them focused for all his faults and he, he motivates his teams, um, especially against Rangers. So it's, it's, it'll be a good good game. It should be a, an open game. And as per usual, we're just looking to, to keep things tight at the back. And when we create chances, it, it's uh, it's vital we take them. And if we do that, then we can win. And and it would take uh, some bragging rights into into next season. The, the point that you're, you're making there, Stuart, I, I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of supporters, especially sort of just after the... the you know, the winter break in January and stuff like that, when we sort of stuttered, you know, we'd, we'd got the points down to the lower level, you know, come the break, albeit Celtic had a game in hand. And then we kind of fell away. And then by the time we went to Celtic Park in March, you know, it was it was one or bust, essentially. So I could understand why, why fans were getting frustrated and questioning, you know, where Gerard was going. But I think there's been definite signs of improvement. One, we were, we were back in Europe. We had, we had a decent run in uh, the Europa League. Two, we, we've actually topped the league on a couple of occasions. And I know you don't win titles in October and all the rest of it, but you know over the last couple of seasons, we've never really came close to doing that. Three, the point that you've mentioned, you know, that, you know, all the old firm games have been fairly fairly tight and I, I thought Celtic deserved to win the, the, the first one. We thoroughly deserved to win the second one. We should have won it with a, with a bigger scoreline. I slightly disagree with you with the third one. I think we should have won that one as well. I know we had a poor first half, but the second half performance and on chances created, I think we should have won that. And it was frustrating that, that Tav's error cost us on the day. And see the run over the last wee while, you know, the last five or six games, I think that's showing you, especially someone like Davis, Steve Davis and Defoe, you know, the two big January signings took a wee while to get going. And that's probably cost us. You know, these boys come up haven't having played a lot of football by the time they were up and running you know it was it was probably too late so I think if we can carry the sort of momentum we're showing now into next season I think we're in a we're in a decent place so I think there has been improvements there is frustrations I don't think the results against the bigger teams are necessarily the results that have cost us I think it's your your three draws against Hibs your defeat against Levy, your draw at home against St Johnson the draw away to Dundee you know all these stupid stupid points that 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 we've, we've chucked away essentially during the season. Those are the games uh, that have cost us, I think. And we're showing a level of continuity now that if we, we, we carry that on to next season, then yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll give them a run for their money. So I, I definitely believe there's been uh, improvement this season. I don't think there's any question about that. It's, sad, it's, it's unfortunate that we've not you know, come away with a cup or anything like that or, or, or taking the league to the last day of the season or whatever. But it is what it is. I just think a couple of things through the season have hindered us, but definitely, definitely heading in the in the right direction. Christine, in terms of Celtic, how do you think they'll line up, or do you even care how they'll line up? I couldn't tell you at all anything about their team, to be honest. I mean, you, do, <laughs> you don't you don't even know their kit man's name. Do you know funny you should say that? But no, I don't. I know it used to be John Clark, didn't it? Is it John? I don't know. I, I don't it's the line, John Clark. Uh, I know who he is, but I didn't know. I don't know if he was ever the cat man. Um, uh, the goalkeeper Scott Bain. Yeah, I do know him. Um, Lustig. I hope he plays because yeah, he's so they are. Yeah. Um, I hope Andy Halliday plays as well to 
to nail mm. him again. Uh, okay, I don't care who plays for them, to be honest. Maybe you Maybe. just asked the wrong person. Um, <laughs> I don't, uh, you know, I think, I think we're going to win. And I think we're going to win 2-0. So there I've said it. Said it. No matter but, who they play. But I hope they play Callum McGregor at right, uh, left back again. <laughs> well, I, I, think I think they might. I don't know. I don't think that'll happen. Uh, well, well maybe not after the last time, but... I don't think they'll go... I don't think they'll go easy, I don't. I, I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. What about yourself, Stuart? You any thoughts on how Celtic will line up? Do you even care? No, I'm not overly fussy. Um, I'm just, I've just been having a look at the last couple of games um, on soccer base, and, and obviously Tierney's been back in the side um, at left-back. Um, and Johnny Hayes has played as well as Easy Giri, so I think it could be any one of those three. I think um, I think Hayes started in the last game at Parkhead, didn't he? Um, and then obviously they've got Savinovic and Ayer at, at centre half, and Lustig has been playing at, at right back um, ahead of the guy for, for Dortmund on loan. Um, after that, I, th- I think obviously Forrest and McGregor will play, probably Edward up front, and then it's just a matter of uh, whether he goes with, with Rogic. Or um, in Cham, I think, uh, in, in terms of partnering Scott Brown in the, in the middle of the park and whether or not they go a 4-2 four, four or a 4-3-3. Three, three. Um, it'll be interesting. It may try and be a smart arse and, and play a couple of the younger players. Um, I doubt it. Lennon be a smart arse, come on. Surely <laughs> not. I know. Um, surely it's your mistake. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of, but it's just... Uh, I, 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 I would say with Christine, I, I don't really care. I don't watch enough of Celtic, I must admit, to, to really uh, comment accurately on, on, on their team or their system. So um, I, I think it's just a case of, of, of what we we do on Sunday. And I think if we play well, if we, we keep the ball well in the midfield, keep doing what they've been doing recently, then I think we'll win. I think we, we can dominate Celtic. I think we can move the ball about well. I think we can, if we press them like we did against Hibs on, on Saturday in the first half, then we can... They can make make them make mistakes again. I mean, I like Ayer at the back. I think he's good on the ball, but I think if you can press on me, um, then you can cause trouble for him. Um, Sivinovic, so he's he's obviously not quite as good on the ball, and he's more sort of uh, there for his, his his physical presence. Um, I think uh, Defoe has has coped well with that so far against other teams, um, against Hearts and, and Aberdeen and and Hibs on, on on Sunday. So there's no reason why we. You kind of do it again against him on on Sunday. So I it's uh, bring it on. Uh, we welcome the chase. Whatever whatever you want to to say, it's uh, it's just a case of as I say, we what do we do well? What we need to do, and and they can play who they like. I think to be honest, though, guys, we can't win at all on Sunday. You know, with their fans, it'll be well. It didn't mean anything anyway. You know, and if they win, well, you know, see how easy it is. So we won't get any credit if we win, but we'll know. Because there's no way they'll lie down in any way. There's no way they'll not try. Yeah, but I mean, I I know there's nothing technically at stake, but, you know, we've been in these games before and I've always wanted, you know, you always want to see Rangers beat Celtic, you know what I mean? So, of course. I, I don't care what the usual suspects say, you know, at the end, if, if, they, if they beat them. It would be nice to beat them well if that was possible, you know. 
or maybe three nothing, four nothing or whatever. I know that's maybe asking too much, but you know the the way we've been playing recently. If we just if everything clicks, I wouldn't say that's beyond the realms of possibility. But it's it just depends how how the the, the players turn up on the day. You know if if, if they, they pull out a performance, but. I always want to win against them, and you know, and, and even though there's nothing to, you know, there's nothing at stake. We've, we've secured second place. They're all, they've obviously secured first place. You know, you want to finish the season as strongly as possible. We've, we've went five games on the bounce without defeat. I would like to see that out to the end of the season, finish strong, and put ourselves in a good position for, for you know, for next season and, and pushing on. Then, uh, time to discuss the elephant in the room, guys. Uh, I'd never included this in the agenda. I meant to include it and I forgot all about it. Uh, the, the referee, Clancy, how are we feeling about referee? Because, you know, he's a referee that we've had issues with previously. So, and I, I mean, overall, I, I, I've got to be honest with you, I don't think I, I could have seen many names pulled out for the for, for referee in the game on Sunday, but I would have been happy. But his name did send a sort of shiver down my spine. Stuart, how, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, again, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, I, I think um, I don't think there's any good referees in Scottish football. Um, I don't think there's been anything too contentious maybe over the last uh, few weeks. So hopefully uh, that'll that'll happen again um, uh, on, on Sunday. Uh, but it, it comes down. We've got to play our part as well. I mean, it's okay to have a moment at the referees and. And the linesman, and that's fine. I think uh, we've, we've we've deserved that on a number of occasions this season. But um, our players' discipline hasn't been good enough either. So I think it's there's a responsibility on on the manager and our players to to uh, to, to address that uh, this weekend. Um, I think in the last game at Celtic Park, I think obviously Morelos was was daft in what he did. He got a red card. Kent was daft to what he did, got a, uh, missing two games and then Halliday got caught up in the end of it, uh, after the match as well and I think both teams got ended up fined £10,000, didn't they? So um, I, I don't think we're going to see any referee favour us. I don't think we want that anyway. I, I think we just want them to, to do their job and be neutral and, and referee the game as you see it fairly. Um, and if that means Scott Brown needing to be yellow carded or booked uh, or sent off then and hopefully they'll do it. Um, I doubt it as well. <laughs> but uh, as I say, we, we've got we've got to. It's it's all about us. Uh, I'm sorry for coming back to that again. It's, we have to do our job right. If we if we keep the discipline, keep the ball, keep it tight at the back, create chances and take them, and then we'll win. I've absolutely no doubt about it. I mean, Celtic are a good team. Uh, they deserve to win the league this season. Well, arguably, of course, they did. Uh, They've done it, so uh, but they've also showed they're weak at times. Um, we've showed we can play them off the park. We've done it twice, and we should be doing it again on Sunday. And, and it shouldn't matter who the referee is. Christine, does it not worry you that you know there's a few referees sent off Morelos this season, but Clancy's probably the only one that sent him off when he didn't deserve it. And there was also in the same game. Uh, you know, Rangers got the penalty at Pataudry. You know, he, he failed to send off Dominic Ball, who, you know, denied a, a goal-scoring opportunity. So, in the first game of the season, I think Clancy had two absolute clangers, and, you know, that's what makes me worry about him, I think. 
I'm not too worried at all. I mean, he's, he is what he is. And if we play well enough, we'll we'll beat them. And that's all we need to hopefully worry about rather than, you know, getting into conspiracies and about referees and their persuasions. But um, I'm just trying to think, was he... Oh, no, it wasn't. It was Willie Collum that Rangers complained about, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Collum. Yeah. Uh, it's because he, he sent off... Candias for blowing a kiss, was it not? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm having a wee look at the, the YouTube comments here. Uh, there's, there's quite a positive one from John uh, John Jimison. Thanks for listening, John. Uh, 3 0 to the famous, uh, the famous, sorry, Defoe, Ken, and Morelos to score. So I would be happy with that if that, if that was to transpire. Uh, moving on, guys, we'll cover the sort of the stushy in the papers this week, I have to say, it feels slightly manufactured to me. The whole uh, guard of honour nonsense, you know, Alan Stubbs is accused us of lacking class and all the rest, the rest of it. Feels like sort of lazy and sensationalist in terms of the journalism that's covering it. Uh, Christine, would you make this you in favour or not in favour of this guard of honour nonsense? I'm definitely not in favour. And, you know, the, the day that Alan Clough Alan Stubbs teaches us about class as a as they all be given up. I'm afraid because you know he's he's been on the 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 side of not giving guards of honor to yeah, us he's, and Harch. Um, he's, he's sort of so, had a memory lapse here, is he not? Yeah, this this seems to have been a thing started to wind everybody up by Chris Sutton, who knew exactly what he was doing when he when he made the comments. So, you know, they can they can forget about their guard of honour. You you would give a guard of honour to a team that you respected, but there's nothing about that club that I respect and I don't think any Ranger supporter does. Sure. <laughs> Alan Stubbs as we as we said there, you know, it, it seems a bit crass that he's 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 commenting about this because, you know, as Christine pointed out, Hibs didn't give us one when we were in the championship and they failed to give Hearts one as well. You know, is this just a sign of the media up here just being lazy and just doing whatever it takes to, to get headlines in the in, in the back pages? Fred, so I um I think now more than ever the the guys in the media they need to manufacture stuff, uh, controversy. Yeah, the league itself's done, so there's not much more to be said in in that respect. Uh, I mean, the, the, the Scottish Cup final, I think it's it's pretty much a, a nailed on that, that Celtic's got to beat Hearts in that as well. I mean, Hearts are a woeful side and they've been playing really badly recently, so it'd be a huge shock if they did something. So, um, it, as I say, it's the, the media's job to try and stir it up um, other stuff. And, and I think the, the Guardian are just the, the most recent bit of clickbait that, that, that Sutton um, as Christine says, Sutton started during the week and others have picked up on and, and ran with it. I think the Scottish Sun more than most. I think they've had about 30 or 40 articles on it over the last four or five days. So um, it's it's absolute nonsense. Um, it really is just utter pish. Uh, <laughs> uh, we didn't swear on this podcast, but I think... Well, it, you I, don't. I've, I've, I've always said... I've always said they would do it if it, if, if it warranted it. And it is, I mean, if if the shoe was on the other foot, I wouldn't expect Celtic to, to give one for us. I mean, I, I can't even oh, remember. It. When did this happen, these these um, gardeners? When when did this occur anyway? I, I, I don't know. But the 
I mean, Rangers went to Celtic Park in 2010. I think it was the 4th of May. I was looking it up the other day. 4th of May, 2010. We got beat 2-1. Kenny Miller scored with a header. And we went there as champions. You know, that was after... Was that, and we, there was, there was not, never even mentioned of a guard of honour. It's something that just seems to have, have popped up yeah. over the last two or three years. But you, you, you want to know something that, that really annoys me, as Christine pointed out there, uh, you know, it's, it's to do with respect. Now, we're talking about Celtic, a club whose stadium announcer won't even bring himself to say your name when, when we visit Celtic Park. You know, when he's reading out the teams, it's and your opponents today are McGregor, Tavernier, blah, 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 blah. It won't even say the first name of the players. doesn't say the name Rangers. Yet they're expecting us to stand at the side of the tunnel and, and applaud them onto the park. They're surely taking a pass. Celtic are not expecting it, though, Colin. That's that's the thing. It's it's guys like uh, Sutton, uh, Hartson, all the rest of it, your Tom Boys. That, well, these idiots that, that, that want to manufacture the crap. But if you spoke to Neil Lennon, or I think they've spoke to a few Celtic players and they've just sort of laughed it off because they know it's just just a lot of nonsense. They know they wouldn't do it if it was shoes on their foot. So it's just, um, as per most things in the Scottish mainstream media nowadays, it's 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 best ignored. Uh, I guess we've got to talk about it. Um, I guess they've got to sell papers. And it's, it's a bit of shame, actually, that that's the... The standard of the journalism now, it's just really is the, the gutter press that sums it up perfectly. Well, uh, I, I would agree. I, I mean, the thing you mentioned there about how many stories have ran over it the last couple of days suggests why they're running with it. I've got some mileage out of something that's effectively a non story, but I have to admit, it's kind of, they say it's rattled my cage, but it's pissed me off a wee bit. Uh, anyway, right. Conscious of time, guys, so uh, uh, try and wrap things up. I take it you're both going on Sunday? Well, I am. Yes, I'll be going, both absolutely. Both there. But yeah. where's, where's, where's... Here. Sorry, I'm I trying know, to I watch this. I'm, I'm sort of one eye on the, the Chelsea game that's going into extra time now. Um, I'm I'm glad I've got your undivided attention, Christy. <laughs> I'm really sorry, but I mean, how incredible would that be? Although I'm so jealous that the two major finals and it's all English teams that's in yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. If Chelsea get through this, I know. Well, I mean, that's I mean, incredible. Well, I don't know. Spain have kind of rained oh, and <laughs> all that. It's been, it's been. I think it's the first Champions League final since 2013 that hasn't included either. Barcelona, Real Madrid, and they've won it every year. It's either been one or the other for the last seven or eight years. So, in, mm. in terms of the Champions League, it's the first time in a while it's 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 not included a team for Spain. But yeah, over the, the two tournaments, you've never got a point. You know, all English finals, so we'll never hear the end yet. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like sixty-six an hour again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're all going on, on Sunday. Then, Christine, where's your seat about? A uh, main stand, section G. Main J. Stand and- J. And, and you're in the broomy, Stuart? Aye, I'm just pretty much right in front of the, the, the scoreboard in the broom lawn stand, just right behind the goals. Great seats. You'll be right next to the Green Brigade then? Um, well, far enough away to hopefully not smell them. You can see them though. See, but I'm, I'm in the govern rear, I don't even see them now they're in that wee corner. It's great. Aye. Aye. I, I certainly didn't have heard, heard them in the, um, the last game at Ibrox, so 
hoping for more of the same. Yeah, uh, uh, predictions, guys. What are we thinking, Stuart? Good question. Um, I uh, think it's, it's not very often I come out with them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know I was due it to be fair. I was due it. I'm fairly confident, but I think it'll be quite an open game. I think there'll be plenty of goals. I think we'll have there'll be lots for uh, the guys to talk about on Sunday night. And I think we'll win 3 2. 3 2. Christine? Well, I've already said 2 0. Do nothing. So, um, I'm sorry, I was say... watching the Chelsea game when you told ah! me that. Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I'll um, I'll say Defoe and Arfield. Okay. That's my score. I would like to see Arfield score. I must admit, I like Arfield. Mm-hmm. That's my man at the moment. Uh, I'm I'm not going to go with a prediction. I'm just going to make a personal plea to Stevie G and all the boys to get right in about them and to scud them out the park. Uh, and wipe that grin off Scott Brown's face, even if it's just for a few days. Uh, but on that note, I think, guys, I think that's we've kind of covered all the bases there. So thanks for joining us. Uh, and that's it for the preview show this week. There'll obviously be a, a, a pod on Sunday night after the big game uh, on Sunday. Rangers against Celtic, Ibrox Park. Come on, the teddy bears get in about them. Uh, in the meantime, and, until Sunday, Get yourself on to Jersnet at www.jersnet.co.uk. Read all the content on there and go on the forums and get a bit of chat with fellow uh, bears. And until Sunday, bye for now.